When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're shaking things over here. Don't doubt. We believe over here. We don't bleed over here. And let me just speak real clear. Only deal with real kings over here. So tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. Calvin and Barry, just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What is up, Sacramento Kings fans? What a crazy day in Sacramento Kings history. The Kings make the fucking playoffs. This is incredible, Calvin. This is incredible. A moment that I've been waiting 16 years for, Calvin. 16 long years. I was in high school the last time the Kings made the NBA playoffs. Uh, a lot of changes happened. A lot of things have changed in the world in general. <laughs> yeah, you could say that again. Sacramento Kings win tonight. They defeat the Portland Trailblazers 120 to 80. Calvin, 120 to 80. This was a rough game to watch uh, for any fan. Even if you're a Kings fan, this game was rough to watch for me tonight. It's pretty clear the <laughs> Portland Trailblazers are. Uh, They're starting the tank. They're trying to lose. Damian Lillard is shut down for the season. But, hey, this was a meaningful game for the Sacramento Kings. It was a meaningful game for guys like De'Aaron Fox, Domas Sabonis, Monty uh, McNair, of course, Mike Brown. Keegan Murray breaks a record. Uh, What a game. But most importantly, this was for all my Sacramento Kings fans out there, all you guys that have just – and girls that have stuck steady with this team, that have believed. What the hell am uh, I doing? I need the fucking chain, bro. That have believed for 16 long years, that have continued to buy merchandise, continue to go to games. This is for you. I mean, enjoy it. Do whatever you want tonight. Uh, I'm calling in sick to work next month, Calvin. We got the playoffs to go to. That's right. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to all my real Kings fans out there. Shout-out to Jeremiah, Bouncer, Neil, Fred, Charles, Mike Monticello, Lane, Pico House, Central Valley. It's good to see you all here in the chat. Big, big game. Tito is here. Big, big game for the Sacramento Kings. Alfie Man is here. But, Calvin, we made it to the playoffs. 
Fucking Fuck. did it, bro. Yeah. There's one reason we started this channel here. That was to empower Kings fans. That was to empower the Sacramento Kings. Patrick and Marcus, good to see you both. The reason we started this channel was to give the Sacramento Kings a voice because they didn't care about us on ESPN. They never talked about us. Kings fans were laughed at. They were silenced. They were never allowed to talk. Their opinions didn't matter. We started this channel to help solve that. And now we're not taking all the credit because uh, we could not have done it without all of you. We could not have done it without all the other Sacramento Kings streamers out there that continue to work and push. Uh, and finally, dude, the Kings made the playoffs. It doesn't even feel real, Calvin. It doesn't feel real for me. Uh, and, of course, we have a couple weeks before the playoffs start, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah, still a lot to figure out in the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, we know the Kings are in. We know the Grizzlies are in. We know that the Nuggets are in. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know shit after that. Yeah, that's a good point, good point. Uh, but anyways, if it's your first time to the channel, welcome to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you smash up that like button, hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game here on YouTube and also on Twitter Spaces. If you'd like to have your voice heard, you can hop on to Twitter Spaces, just like Nick. You can request to come up on stage, and uh, we will hear from you. Uh, Calvin, I'm already seeing it here in the chat. By oh, the, the hair by is gone, man. Hair. It's it's only a matter of time now. So the ninth, right? So is that 11, 11 days from now is when we're cutting days. the hair. That's wild. How do you feel about that? I, I mean, I have a lot of mixed emotions, as you could probably imagine. I'm, I'm super happy that the Kings are in this position. Uh, I'm a little selfishly happy that I won't have to go through what I think is going to be a ridiculously hot summer in Maui with long hair. Okay. So That'll be nice. The bright side. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Do you miss it? I mean, Are you going to like, you know? I probably will be doing a lot of that at first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did, didn't you? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's, yeah. there's something missing on my neck. But, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I'm probably going to get some great sleep. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking so hot difficult when it's all on to your sleep neck with. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how people do it. I mean, our air conditioner has been in and out, too, so that's a bummer. But enough uh, woe is me. That's some bullshit. Kings are in the playoffs. <laughs> it's time to celebrate. Kings are in the playoffs. This is going to be a special episode, guys. Uh, normally, you know, we break down the entire game that happened. Uh, we'll touch on this game a little bit tonight, but mostly I want to spend this episode hearing from you guys, the fans. I want a lot of you to jump on Twitter Spaces so we can hear kind of your Kings journey, where you're at, how you're <laughs> feeling. Uh, and, and then, you know, Calvin and I will also give our perspective because this has been, like I said, three long years of streaming after every game here on YouTube. Uh, a lot of shitty games, Calvin. A lot of <laughs> shitty games. So many. Um, and, you know, so, if you could so imagine, many. if you haven't been watching the show for a long time, you could imagine when uh, the Kings are, uh, you know, 50 and 22, and you're like, okay, 10 games left in the season. Let's <laughs> hop on another podcast and talk for an hour and a half after every single game about what went wrong. And then you just get to that point where you're just like, okay, Everything I said in the last podcast is what went wrong in this game. And they didn't yep. learn. They yep. did the same thing over and over again, and they lost again. And it just feels so good to finally, finally have things change a little bit. So it's – I feel phenomenal, Calvin. 
<laughs> How could you not? Shout out to Bruce. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, I feel like Cheers you guys are Bruce. giving us way too much credit right now. We're, we're just like you guys. We're here to celebrate. We've been through yep. the ups and the downs just like everybody else, mostly the downs. Um, but we're on the upswing now. Dude, we it ain't on over the upswing. Yet. Hey, there wasn't much further we could go down, Calvin. <laughs> That's so true. Started from the that bottom. That's true. Now we're here. Um, but, hey, this, like I said, and, and like what Calvin is saying, dude, we have no responsibility over any of this, dude. This is players. This is coaches. This is the team. This is you guys as fans supporting the team constantly. So you guys deserve all the credit. And uh, if you want to help us out, smash up that like button hit the subscribe button you could also become a member of the royal family by uh, becoming a paid member on the channel that really helps us uh put out more and more content cal they want to hear the island give it to them give it to them um okay we'll play that also what are your thoughts on lighting the beam tonight i I say light it i say we light it every like five seconds (laughs) okay (laughs) uh uh, wrong button. No, let's go. Uh, let's start out with Island Boys. Man, crazy. I mean, we never played this song until this season. The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Southern us is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They we are the playoff bound, yeah. Calvin, um, <laughs> when I first saw that clip on Instagram, I was laughing, dude. I was like, the <laughs> Island Boys are yeah, Kings fans? What the hell is going on here? How could you not? And I'm like, okay, maybe someone paid the, paid them to make the video, blah, 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 all that. And then I think it was we played it, was it in October or November? We played it during a game after they won the game. And everybody in the chat loved it. And then we're like, okay, we're going to play this after every single win. Not thinking there was going to be a lot of wins because, dude, don't get me wrong. I, I want the Kings to win every year. I want them to win every single game. I, I'm the guy that says, yeah, we're winning the championship this year. But realistically, nobody thought the Kings were going to be this good this year. Nobody. 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 If they told you, if somebody told you that they thought the Kings were going to be good this year, they're a fucking liar. <laughs> Unless they can show you those betting slips, Calvin, that guy, that psychopath that bet I on know, the Kings. Right? Uh, so, that, somewhere out there, Gotham is, is taking a little... Yeah. Uh, offense to what you're saying here. I think he had them pegged down for like 40, some 49, 48 wins. I'm talking about deep inside. The beginning Calvin. of the year. Not what you say outside because we all want to hey. say that stuff. But anyways, what I meant to say or what, I, what I'm trying to say here is we played the Island Boys song after every single win this se- season because we didn't think there was going to be a lot of wins. Calvin, I got to say, never heard an Island Boys song other than that one, uh, but they're starting to grow on me. They have songs? <laughs> apparently yeah, apparently uh but it's yeah it's like pavlov's theory right where uh you ring the bell you uh-huh. give the dog food then you just ring the bell the dog's mouth salivates when i hear that song i think hey kings won the game so i'm feeling great hey that's what it means nowadays you got to give the people what they want should we continue that next year i don't know okay we'll think uh, about w- it. one just to break the streak that was great i think we go Light the beam from here on out. <laughs> I love light the beam. Uh, and, hey, fuck it, dude. Let's light the beam tonight. Let's light the beam. Here we go. Fire the laser! Boom. Look at that beautiful purple beam. The playoff beam. to the sky. Calvin, I, I think, uh, who was it that was on the last episode that said uh, the beam was 2,000 feet tall? 
Remember that? I think that was Martin. Martin, yes. Shout out to Martin. Um, I don't know if that's a true statistic, but hey, sounds good to me. We'll go with it. Sounds good to me. Um, but Calvin, let's talk briefly about the game tonight. I don't have a ton to say. Um, I can go over the box score if you guys would like. Um, but hey, I got to say, De'Aaron Fox didn't lead the team in scoring. <laughs> they win the basketball game. I mean, Portland scored two-thirds of what we scored tonight. They had 80 points. This is probably the best defensive defensive effort <laughs> for the Sacramento Kings uh, all season long. They only allow 80 points. Um, and, you know, we just talked about how we like what Portland's doing in the long term, but it's not really good for them in the short term. They're losing a bunch of games, but they're bringing in a lot of young talent that potentially could do things in the future. But right now they're shutting it down for the season. They're, they're going for Victor. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is the position that the Sacramento Kings have been in, you know, for uh, 16 years now. At this point in the season, uh, guys are either resting or they're hurt. Uh, you're playing your young guys. You're, you know, Shaden Sharp is trying to take over the game by himself pretty much. They're jacking up crazy shots. It's just not very fun to watch. I mean, not to take a- away from what these guys are doing. These guys are playing for you know, spots on the team next year or in the future or something like that, playing for contracts, opportunities, more minutes, all of that stuff. Um, but it, it's just it, – they were just so overmatched today. You know, if it weren't for the slow start – like yeah. this game, it's so fitting that the, clin- the Kings clinched on this game, right? Came out, started off really slow, couldn't beat the zone, couldn't make a shot. You're starting to think, holy crap, is this game Damn. actually going to go down to the wire? Like are yeah. we really going to have to sweat this one out? Then in the second halftime comes. Oh yeah, they go into the locker room. They come out like gangbusters. They they play defense. They get out in transition. The threes start raining. All of a sudden, the next thing you know, they're up thirty. Yeah, they close it out on the road. They've been a great, the, one of the best road teams in yep. the NBA all year. Like just so fitting that this was the game that the Kings did it on. It's like someone told them at halftime, like, "Hey guys, just so you know, if you win this game tonight, you're going to the playoffs." <laughs> yeah. And they're like. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't been paying attention, but uh, okay, let's start making some shots. Let's play some defense, and let's win this effing game. Uh, but, hey, yeah, Kings win tonight, 120-180. I'm just going to dive into the box score real quick, Calvin. Uh, 15 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists tonight for Domas Sabonis. 7 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists for Harrison Barnes. 13 points, 5 rebounds, and assists for Keegan Murray. He splashes down three more. One of them was for the rookie record most three-pointers made in a season. We'll definitely talk about that. Also, got to mention, Clay Thompson sets a, a new career high for three-pointers in a season, um, which is wild, absolutely wild for a guy like Clay Thompson. Um, De'Aaron Fox, 18 points, three rebounds, and six assists tonight. Kevin Herter, 17 points, four rebounds, and four assists. Eight points off the bench for Trey Lyles, two for Metu. Dude, everybody played tonight. Three for Rashawn Holmes. Edwards, three points for him. Len, five points for Alex Len tonight. Zero for Della Vadova, two for Mitchell, six for Terrence Davis, two for P.J. Dozier, and my guy Malik Monk, 19 points, six rebounds, and six assists. Kings win. Light the beam. Keegan. Keegan Murray. Yeah, if you're asking me about the box score, he didn't have the most outstanding stat line of anybody, but congratulations to Keegan setting the record, as you mentioned, in this in this game, um, surpassing Damian Lillard in Portland earlier yeah. in the game and then surpassing Donovan Mitchell for the record. Uh, it, you've got to be feel great for him, and it's a, an amazing accomplishment. 
in the microcosm of what is an even bigger accomplishment for this team, ending a 16-year playoff drop. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, I'm, I'm done talking about the game tonight. Um, we yeah. can talk about Portland a little bit more later in the show because we do play them on Friday, so we can talk about that. You have any last yeah. words on the game tonight? Because I want to well, celebrate, dude. I'll just, I'll just go over the keys really fast because, once again, Real fast. they hit them. Number one was hurt him on the glass. I, I just knew Sabonis was going to dominate on the on the glass in this game. No Nurkic. Uh, the Blazers were playing a, a smaller lineup. They killed him on the boards. Three-point barrage, it definitely didn't start off that way. But, again, once the third quarter rolled around, uh, the Kings couldn't miss, and the, and the threes were just dropping out of the sky. Uh, and then number three was play through Keegan. Give him an opportunity. You know, go get the record. Go uh, work on your game a little bit in an, uh, one of those – opportune moments, um, you know, to, to try and, um, you know, showcase a little bit more. Not that he really was looking for that stuff, take, you know, dribbling one-on-one, taking the ball. But they were playing through him early and often, and uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. All right, is that it? That's all Can I got. move on? Check, check, check. Check, check, Playoffs. check. Playoffs. Check, check, check. We win. We win. All right, double O. Shout out to double O. Thank you. Appreciate the super chat going into the beer fund uh, and also might go into the playoff ticket fund because uh, these tickets are going to be pretty pricey, Calvin. Yes, they are. Um, you got any estimates what you think two tickets is going to cost for a playoff game? Like I said, I don't want to know. Just take my credit card and get me in the door. And see, that's the thing that scares me. And I, and I told Mike this. He called me before the stream and he was like, dude, we made it. Let's go. I'm in. We're going to the first game. And I was like, how much do you think tickets are going to be? They're going to be expensive. And he goes, yeah, and I don't care. It's the Kings. It's 16 years. And yep. I've heard that from so many Kings fans. I mean, how could you not have that, that I'm attitude? Like, you know? Holy shit, these tickets are going to be expensive because people are going to be mortgaging their houses, Calvin, to go to these Kings games. Um, it's wild, dude. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go, dude. Like I said, I might be calling in sick to work all, all April. So I can try and go to as many well, games as I can. Well, you can at least wait until April 15th. Why? Well, you want to go to the the last couple games at home? They only have, like, two. Maybe. I want to see a beam lit, Calvin. Yeah, we're going to see it. I haven't seen the beam in real life yet. I haven't seen it either, and I can't wait to. Also, shout out to Young Zell. Apparently, Young Zell's having a party, a mansion party, April 22nd. 22nd. Tickets are still on sale for that, Cal? I do not know actually if tickets are still on sale. Okay, you can you can go on his uh, either his YouTube or his Twitter, uh, Instagram. There's links on all of there uh, for the mansion mini mansion party. It's going to be fun. Mini mansion. Party. I wish I could go. I love it. I'm going to try my best to go. That's on Saturday, the 22nd of April. That is Earth Day. That's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. All right, Calvin. Couple things. Keegan Murray breaks a rookie record that we mentioned in this game. Uh, he still has, what do we have, seven games left? Six games six left. Six games left. He's got six games left. You think he's going to play? How many of those games do you think he plays? I think he plays in all of them. I don't know oh. how many minutes he plays, but I think he plays in all of them. Okay. Um, I mean, what do you think is, what do you think this means? Like, we, we know that every year teams are shooting more and more threes. Um, but the fact that there's like so many guys on this Kings team that have broken records, I mean, this Kings team has broken a lot of records, right? We're like on pace for the best offense of all time. 
Uh, he broke some three-point records. Malik yep. Monk's, like, broken uh, assists and points off the bench records. Yep. You got Debo- uh, I call, Debonis. Debonis. <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis. Debonis. I like that name. Debonis. Debonis breaking the double-double records. Yes. Uh, you got Keegan Murray breaking rookie three-point record. And that's not just a Kings record. That That's a league-wide record. Yep. So, first off, you know, what do you think the significance is of Keegan breaking this record? And two, I mean, what do you have to say for all these records that the Kings are breaking this year? Well, I mean, it just goes to show how quickly this team came together and how much better they got in a short amount of time. Keegan! Absolutely. Murray. Murray. I think it is a huge, huge testament to the work that Monty McNair did, the vision that he had when he took over this team day one. He has made all of the right moves, uh, including, you know, not letting go of Luke Walton a year early when he could have, when a lot of us thought that that was probably going to be the move. He decided to wait, ends up getting Mike Brown. Who knows if that would have even been possible the year before. Very true. Uh, Not to mention all the personnel moves he made, the trades, the free agent signings. Um, It's been one home run after another when you look at, the way that this team came together this season and how quickly they have turned things around. Um, As far as the record itself, I think the only thing you really have to say is, yes, it does show how much more the game has shifted that way. It it shows how good everyone in the NBA is at shooting now. Uh, I mean, no matter what your size is or or the position you play, uh, that's a part of your game, and and these guys can shoot it at an unbelievable rate. But I, I think that when you look at how Donovan Mitchell broke or set that record, um, shooting only like 34% and over 100 attempts more basically than Keegan, he's shooting 41%. Just such an efficient shooter from long range and and another reason why he was the right pick for this team because that style, that gameplay fits so seamlessly into this team. And you told them to pick him, Cal. I did. He was your guy. He was the he guy. Was your pick. Do you feel a little validated inside? Because I know there's moments where you're like, when you make a decision or you, or you do a bunch of research on something, you're like, I think that this is the right move. And then sometimes it doesn't always play out, you know, but when it does, it's like, how you feeling? It, it feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for Keegan. I'm happy for the Kings. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, this is why I wanted them to take him. I, I said it from day one. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Scotty. Shout out to Skip for joining in here. Jeff, the lefty is here. Good to see you guys. Uh, Makami is in the house. Wow. Wow. Good to see you all. Um, Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. Sorry. Jabari Walker? No, no, no. Jabari Smith Smith Jr.? Yeah, yeah. Jabari Smith Jr. I was blanking on that one. I was like, many people thought that he was going to be uh, you know, the number one overall pick in the draft. A lot of people said that he was the best shooter in the draft, best three-point shooter in the draft, and that it was going to translate. Why do you think Keegan Murray has been so much more successful? Oh, it's 100% because of the situation that he's in. The, the team that he went to, uh, again, you know, he's not asked to do more than what he's capable or comfortable in at any point during the season, even as he's learning and getting better. Um, it, the Rockets are just a bunch of young guys running around out there. <laughs> I mean, their their team is is so different 
than, than Sacramento's. Um, I, Jabari Smith has had good moments throughout the year. I think he's going to end up being a good player, a good two-way player. But I, the difference between the seasons that they've had is 100% the environment and the team that they're suiting up for. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Like, great, now, I'm great not saying fit. that if you draft great. Jabari Smith instead of Keegan Murray that Smith would end up breaking this record and have the same kind of year that Keegan's had, but he would have just been in a, a completely different situation. Yeah, Matthew wants to know. Shout out to Matthew here, and shout out to Jim. Uh, Matthew says, better player in five years, Keegan or Sharp? That is a tough one to answer. Um, Shaden Sharp definitely showed you today why people are are high on him, right? The, the athletic ability. I mean, he has – if he ever figures it out on ball defensively, he's going to be an absolute nightmare because you can see how easily he can help block shots, recover block shots. That vertical leap is just ridiculous. Um, got a pretty decent outside shot. Not much of a ball handler, which we saw tonight. They had the ball in his hands pretty much the entire time. So that's definitely something he needs to get better. He at he uh, has advantages, you know, gift-wise, athletically, that Keegan doesn't have. Um, so I, I think it's going to come down to who becomes a better defender in five years okay. because I see both of these guys as being able to be two-way players. Um, I, I think Keegan's offensive game will continue to develop. He's not going to be the type of guy that's, you know, full court dribbling and dunking over three people like sharp can but uh again you know environment winning situation uh who knows what happens with the blazers team wise they've got a lot of money committed to a few few people they're going to have difficult decisions to make the kings assuming you get sabonis's extension done um most of these guys you know of the core guys you feel like are going to be pillars and and there for a number of years so they can all grow and and build together so that's a very tough question to answer i think right now that's a bonus extension is going to be a lot of money yeah it's going to be a lot of money uh but hey i'll give you guys an answer keegan murray keegan murray is going to be a better player than shaden sharp he is right now he will be in five years he will be in 10 years uh i also think his game will age a little bit better you mentioned the athleticism uh the guy like like sharp has it doesn't really age that well I think Keegan's game will age beautifully. Well, and, and everything is uh, relative, right, or, or depending on the lens that you're looking at. And if Keegan in five years is playing on a team that's a perennial playoff team, you know, maybe makes the Western Conference Finals or even the NBA Finals or is challenging for that year after year, he's averaging, you know, 15 points a game, yeah. six rebounds, something like that. But Shaden Sharp is putting up, you know, 27 points a game on a team that's not very good, who's the better player? Uh, yeah. I mean, Shaden Sharp's statistics are going to be much better. Good point. But is that does that really mean he's the better player? Does he impact winning more than Keegan Murray does? It, it all depends on the lens that you look through. Yeah, good point. I also like the fact that you brought up the Luke Walton situation because, honestly, uh, I just wanted to, like, smash my head into a wall every time I saw <laughs> Luke Walton, dude. Every time. I'm just like, why is this guy still with the team? Why did you hire him? And then you mentioned last year where he, sh he should have been fired at the beginning of the season, was not. Um, but that ended up equaling Mike Brown for the Kings. And if he had been fired last offseason 
um, or two off seasons ago, the Kings probably would have ended up with a different head coach. And maybe Monty had his eyes on Mike Brown for a while. And that's the reason he kept him. I'm not really quite sure. Uh, but it just makes me, I guess, more understanding of the situation. More happy, right? Because yeah. no matter what, and this is kind of something that happens in life, right? No matter the mistakes you made or, or the things that happened, regrets, all that stuff, it all brought you to where you're at now. And if you're happy with where you're at now, then everything else made sense because it brought you there. And I think that that's a great analogy for the, where the Kings are at right now. 100%. So, uh, yes, we would have loved to have drafted Luka Doncic. His team sucks right right now too, Calvin. We just <laughs> saw do. them lose to the they, Sixers. They might miss the playing tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we had Bagley. Bagley turned into Trey Lyles, who's been incredible for the Kings. Yep. So, you know, maybe this all happened for a reason. I don't know. We're here. Anyways, I want to uh, – let's, uh, let's head on over to Tanvir. I want to hear from him first, and then I want to hear from Nick – See what these guys have to say because, like I said, tonight is a moment for the fans. So, Tanvir, how you feeling? How you living? Tanvir. So happy he's at a loss for words. Oh, wow. All right. Maybe he's having bad Wi-Fi. Let's try Nick. See how Nick's doing. Yo, Nick. What's up? What Why is up, dude? Fire the laser. Fire the laser! Oh, my gosh. I am so stoked right now. I don't know what to say. I don't know what how to do, how to feel and express how <laughs> we're feeling right now because the Kings are going to the playoffs. They have not been in the playoffs since 2006. We are going to the playoffs. For the first round of the playoffs, I will be downtown Sacramento all J Street, outside, watching it on the big screen. Ryan Doko. <laughs> Sorry, wrong button. <laughs> Nick, I love the energy, bro. I love it. How you feeling? Good. I will be downtown Sacramento on J Street, watching the Kings, first game, first round of the playoffs, in front of the big screens. Right now, going to Center or Doko. At least I'll be outside. At uh, least it's going to be a party, man. If we can't get in, we'll be there with you. Dude, I think I did yeah. the air horn. That bam, bam, bam. I was trying to hit that, dude, to hype him up, not the and other one. You know what? We're going to have a party. We're going to do pizza concerts that day <laughs> when we're down there. What day? What day? The day that we'll be down there during the playoff. Oh, my gosh. I am so stoked right now because the Kings are going to the playoffs. The Kings are going to the playoffs for the first time. Oh, my gosh. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That's awesome. For the Dude. first time in 2006, they have not made the playoffs. It feels so good to be a Kings fan. Oh, boy. <laughs> Holy moly. I love, it. Dude, I love the energy. Nick, how much coffee did you have today? I don't know. 
But I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited that he makes the playoffs. It feels so it's, good. It's man. all natural, it feels man. So so good, dude. I love the energy, Nick. I love the enthusiasm. Feels so good. Nick. Where were you 16 years ago? Where were you at? Where was the time to be at? To be. You a just took the fan. words out of my mouth. I was going to ask you where <laughs> you were at 16 years ago. I can't remember. I think I was in Antelope. I think I was. Okay. This has to be so good for Sacramento because the city of Sacramento is going to feel it. It's going to feel what it tastes like it's going to the playoffs. They can already feel it. Seriously. You can feel it. I will be at the game on Sunday against San Antonio Spurs. Okay. I like it, Nick. I like it. And you know, you know, um, I sound congested, do I? Congested? Yeah, do I sound a little congested? Do I, I have my know. voice? Do you feel is? a little congested? You know, I got the stumpy nose and everything. Oh, oh man. that's a bummer. Well, yeah. Do, do, you you sounded my... like you were really excited. You didn't sound stuffed hey, up to me. to me. You you sounded like sound ready to run through a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Can you tell that? Can you tell I sound congested the way my voice is? <laughs> no, don't, you don't. Don't you worry don't. about it, man. Kings do are I, in the playoffs. Who gives a crap? Do I sound congested, Nick? You don't sound congested no. at all. But, you know, but of my running nose and everything, and uh, but my mom wants me to stay in the house for one more day because to get some rest. Yeah, man, you got to be ready for the playoffs. Oh, man, yeah. you don't have that new strain, do you, Nick? No, I don't. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but I started feeling sick. Uh-oh. Maybe yesterday. maybe you got to cut back on the pizza, dude. You got a little excited getting ready for the pizza eating contest. The last couple of times we talked to you, you've been eating pizza. <laughs> did you have any yeah. pizza today? No, I did not. Okay, okay. Good, good job. Yeah. But, uh, Nick. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about team chemistry. That That's kind of what we're going to talk about the next subject here on the show. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on team chemistry? How how important is team chemistry uh, for a basketball team? And, and how do you create team chemistry? Gosh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know. But you know what? It's hard to say. When you feel... I, sorry, go ahead. It's hard to say. I just feel like there's, you know, there's always those teams that, like, they always seem to do well, right? And yeah, they they bring guys out of nowhere where they're like, oh, this guy was undrafted. Yeah. Like, Miami Heat is a good example, right? Where you're just like, this yeah. guy's killing it. He's playing so, so well. And then you look and you're like, wow, this guy was second round or he wasn't even drafted. And, and the, the Miami Heat picked him up and, and they turned him into a starter. And he's been playing, like, exceptionally exceptionally well for them and everyone's kind of looking around like what happened how did how did we all miss this guy how do we not find this guy and then i'm watching the kings Thank God. and i look at a guy like kessler edwards and i'm like this guy looks like a legit player to me no he didn't have the best yeah. game tonight yeah but he looks like a very service serviceable nba player and not a lot of teams are going after a guy like that 
Um, yeah. You know, I look at a guy like Kevin Herter, who's played well with the Atlanta Hawks, but he's having a really good year this season. He's shooting the ball well. And, I, and I'm just starting to think a little bit more where I'm like, maybe team chemistry or like team culture is is an important factor in in bringing some of these guys up and yeah. and empowering them and helping them succeed and, and stuff like that and and you know I, I know one thing that Monty really wanted to focus on when he first took over the the Kings and, and you heard the same thing echoed by Mike Brown when he took over uh, last offseason was he wanted to create a culture an identity uh, a chemistry between the team um, and. I really think that they've done an incredible job at that. I, I think that, you know, we all look at the playoffs, right? And we're like, the Kings made the playoffs. This is great. You know, but for me, that is only uh, an effect of the real changes that happen behind the scenes. And, and that was the mentality. That was, uh, you know, what the players are fighting for, like, like all this stuff. So I was just curious, Nick, uh, on your thoughts on that. And, and then I want to go over to Calvin. You know, I feel, it feels great. It feels great to be in the playoffs for the first time since 16 seasons. You know, it has been great. It's been some great to be in the playoffs. 16 seasons ago, you have been in the playoffs. Congratulations to Mike Brown. Mike Brown has done a great job coaching for the Kings. You know, I feel proud of him. You know, he's done a great job. So... You know, we gotta give a, gotta give them some credit for doing a good job in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely, you sure do, definitely. Calvin, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, there's not really one answer I think that you can give to that in terms of how team chemistry is built, right? I, I think what it comes down to the most is, or sorry, culture. I feel like culture is maybe a better, better word. Well, it, it takes. Um, organizational structure. It, it takes yeah. getting the right people in the right places and and all the way up to the top, right? Everyone has to um, a know what their know your role. You have to be good at your role, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to have the right guys in leadership positions. And those guys in leadership positions are incredibly important because they're the ones that are going to create that culture. They're the ones that are going to permeate that through the rest of the the people in the organization, the guys on the team, all of that. So, you know, I think Luke Walton and Mike Brown are are the perfect example of that. I mean, Luke Walton knows basketball. That's not a, you can, say that he doesn't based on decisions that he made or whatever, but he grew up playing it. He grew up in it. Um, his, his dad is, is a phenomenal coach. He definitely knows a thing or two about basketball. But the thing that I always looked at when I listened to him talk, uh, either in the locker room or in post-game press conferences, he just didn't seem like the guy that, as a player, would make you want to work hard for. And, and that's an incredibly important component because – especially at the highest level in the NBA, it's about winning, right? Like it's about winning a world championship. If you're not there for that, you know, that's fine if you want to cut your check and and make your money, but those teams aren't going to have culture. Those teams aren't going to have chemistry. Those teams aren't going to win. So the guys that are in those leadership positions, they have to be people that are are going to, um, A, push you, uh, B, praise you, because I think you do need a, a balance of both. And then they're also going to have to be guys that that convince you all to buy into the one common goal, and that's 
clearly what happened with this team this year. You, you know, it's a combination of wanting to win, wanting to end the playoff drought, all of that stuff behind it, but also realizing that there's a the potential for more here. And, and uh, you know, it, I think it's very obvious that everybody sees that on the team. They have fun together, which is another important part of chemistry and culture and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yes, winning obviously helps make that happen, but it, you, you just have to put the right guys in the right positions, um, get a little bit lucky, but also work really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about. It took 16 years for the Kings to get back to the playoffs. There's been multiple rebuilds, multiple general managers, multiple head coaches. You hire a guy like like Monty, and it takes three years, and you're back. You're back in the playoffs. You've established a culture. You've established an identity. People are respecting you. Teams are respecting you. The NBA flexes you into regular or into uh, you know primetime games. Um, and it hasn't happened a lot. I'd like to see that happen a little bit more. But it's just incredible the changes in, in the the growth that this team has had over the past couple seasons. Like, like it's incredible to think of. And, and you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier in terms of teams that have a really good foundation. They usually have like one strong role model at the top like you look at the Miami Heat you're like okay Pat Riley right like Pat Riley's the guy he sets the culture you don't f with Pat Riley like it starts with him you look at the Spurs you're like okay it's Greg Popovich like he runs this system he's in charge like and and you have these like really strong powerful people that have been there for a long time and then when you talk about players that are like um you know, I don't want to say like troublemakers, but like, like, for example, let's say a guy like Jimmy Butler, right? Where when he was with the Timberwolves, he was acting out. And a lot of people were like, oh, Jimmy Butler's off the rails, blah, blah, blah. He can't, nobody can handle him, stuff like that. And then you start hearing about these talks about Miami Heat, and you're like, a team like Miami that has this culture, that that has this identity, they can absorb a guy like Jimmy Butler and turn him into the culture of that team, and it's not going to mess up the chemistry. It's not going to backfire on them, stuff like that. We've seen multiple times in the past where this Sacramento Kings team has backfired on itself, right, with Boogie Cousins, a lot of these other players. I mean, we even saw it last year with, with guys like Marvin Bagley and Buddy Hill that did not want to be here. Do you think that this team has, has finally got to a point where it's like we could absorb – I don't want to call them bad apples because that's way too negative – but um, that we could absorb guys that maybe act out or, or maybe are not the perfect role model player – and they become part of this team because of the system that's built, like the culture that's created here. Um, yeah, yes and no. I, I mean, you know, again, it, it's difficult to say when you talk about somebody acting yeah. out. You, yeah, you know, you can't I, really predict what that's gonna, what action it's gonna be, how they're gonna act out. Is it a, in a out of you know? Um, or coming from a good place, like they just want to win and they're really frustrated, or is it something that's more of a distraction? Um, but I, I will say that, you know, once you finally have that uh, core group of, of leaders in place that are building that culture for you, it, it does make it easier to maybe take someone from a negative situation or, or has a, a negative outlook towards one area of the game or something like that, or, or yeah. one, you know, portion of 
the media or whatever the case may be. And again, you know, winning cures a lot of things. So you come into a new situation where everybody's happy because they all work hard. They all win together. Um, they're all like-minded. They're all trying to ac- accomplish a common goal. You know, it, that's the beauty of team sports. Like that stuff yeah. can rub off on you really, really fast. I'm not going to say that it will work a hundred percent of the time on everyone, but it, it definitely can have a positive effect on somebody that's coming from maybe a, a more negative situation. Yeah. There's a quote from LeBron James that he said, you know, years ago and, whatever however you feel about lebron james you hate him you like him whatever um but it really resonated with me and that was you know he said if i show up every day if i try as hard as i can if i do everything that i can and my team loses i'm okay with that i can i can live with that because i did everything in my power to put them in a position to win and I feel like we're finally at a point where everybody on the Kings feels like that, right? Where it's like we've seen games where Harrison Barnes has struggled shooting the ball. We've seen, you know, Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox, all these guys. But it's like. Yeah, um, you can see. You know, I do agree. So, you know, we played, we played the next game, Friday's game. Put it on Friday. Let's, let's win on Friday. Let's fire the ladies on Friday. Why not? Why not? Fire the laser! <laughs> <laughs> so, Shout out to Gotham. Good Friday. to see you guys for joining next in. And Derek, Derek, we next. are doing the live shaving of Calvin's head or or haircut, whatever it is, on April 9th. It's the last game of the season. Directly after that it's game, Sunday. Uh, we're doing it here on the channel. We're going to have a poll going. We'll let you guys vote. Four different options. I, I say we do a poll every show for, or every game for the rest of the year okay put up the options oh, yeah. and then we we take the polling that way and we'll just add it all just up. add it all accumulative because that way if you, if you miss a show or something like that you can okay still get your vote in i think they should all be there on the ninth well if, if you want to see it you have to be there on the ninth but i yeah. think the haircut should okay. already be decided by then okay so so yeah. we need to narrow down the choices right we, we're gonna do four four options oh man is that really easter sunday yeah, it is. Nice. Four options. And, hey, Alfie, man, we didn't make the king schedule. So uh, I think we narrow it down to four options. Um, and then, yeah, we'll shave the head or whatever haircut it is Yeah. on April 9th. But, hey, let's go back to Nick because Nick's got something to say. What's up, Nick? I just want to say go Kings, fired laser. I want to say – Oh, sorry, well, I was trying I to mean, hype you up. No, before everybody goes to bed. And, you know, you, you did a good job today. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep winning your games. Keep going. Keep yeah, winning. Don't stop now. They can still get 50 wins. Nick, you sound a little Win stuffy. Your... <laughs> huh? You sound a little stuffy. So I sound a little congested, huh? You got to get some Sudafed. Yeah. You can tell, huh? Yeah. You can tell I'm a little congested, huh? Yeah, it's going to be okay, though, man. I've been congested before. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm bummed. I'm bummed <laughs> you're not you're not feeling good, but you sound good, bro. You sound you like you're you're super excited. Are you going to the first game, Nick? I don't know. For the first game of the playoffs? Yeah, first game. It's uh, it's going to be expensive. How much do you think? 
I don't know, but they're going to be asking a lot of money because they haven't made, they haven't made the playoffs. Money yeah, well but, spent. But tell me in dollars, how, how much do you think it's going to cost to get a ticket to that first game? Hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, six hundred. Okay, LeBron, not one, not two, three, not four. Add them all together, and you might be close. Yeah, I'm not sure, but you know, it's probably gonna be a lot. Nick, I got a, I got a poll here in the chat going. It says, "Who would you like the Kings to play in the first round of the playoffs?" Four different options. Number one, you got the Golden State Warriors. Two, you have. The L.A. Clippers, then you have the Minnesota Timberwolves, and last is the L.A. Lakers. Nick, Probably who do you so. think or who do you want the Kings to play in the first round of the playoffs? Probably the Warriors. All right. Looks like you agree with the chat here. Why? Why yeah. do you want to play the Warriors first? Because I feel like if we can beat them. I feel like a Look lot of people it. in the chat are a little Look selfish. And they just want Look to play the Warriors because then they can, can go see. to all the games. Yeah. You can <laughs> and see I get a lot that. Well, man, That's how I feel. You are shelling out the money to go to <laughs> Sacramento yeah. Kings home playoff games. We already know the Warriors playoff games are oh, expensive as fuck. I don't know if that's, not, that's possible. Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowling. Jim who? Holy moly, Speaking Jim of Bob Jim, Bowling. that's a great question. I am a little concerned about it, but I also, depending on what this haircut actually turns out to be, yeah, I'm probably not showing up to work the next day with it. I'm just going to take the whole oh, thing off. And you're God. probably going to get sunburned at work. Because there was no, well, I'm going to wear a hat. With less, but less hair on your neck. My neck, for sure, yeah. yeah. It's going to get burned. Yeah. I wanted oh, to yeah, say, I wanted to say, go Kings. It's going to be fun. And go Kings and Sleep beans. All right, Nick. Derek, I already have Barry's face tattooed on me. And, uh, hey, hopefully we'll see you on Friday, Nick. Hopefully you feel a little bit better. All right. Have a good night. All right, buddy. Good night. Always good to hear from Nick. Always good to hear from Nick. Uh, Wow, a lot of people here in the chat talking. This is great. Uh, Anyways, Calvin, I kind of wanted to go back to that – that I, I wrote team chemistry, but I think what I really meant is team culture. And um, I mean, they go hand in hand. They a lot do. Of times. I just I, I view chemistry as like a, like more of like a shorter term thing. And culture yeah. is like a long term thing, yeah. right? Like, like you look at the Spurs. Does that team have good chemistry? Not right now. Do they have good culture? Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Is like that's what I'm saying. They, they might have good chemistry. They just aren't as talented as a lot of other teams. I would say they have bad chemistry right now. They still have good culture. Okay. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Right now, the Kings have good chemistry. But how long does a team... good culture. If a team is bad for... How many years do they have to be bad for before the culture isn't good anymore? 16. <laughs> no, I would say... I don't know. If Popovich left that team, I'd probably say they don't have good culture anymore. And, that, and that's kind of what I was getting at, right? Where you got, like, Miami Heat... You have Pat Riley. He creates the culture of that team. Popovich creates. Who Who's the culture creator for the Kings? Is it Mike Brown? Is it Monty McNair? Is it Vivek? Is it De'Aaron Fox? I, I mean, like, the, the real answer is it's all of those guys. Like in Miami, Eric Spolstra has a, a great deal of responsibility in what the culture is like there. It's not yeah. just Pat Riley. It can't just it be one person. It started with Pat Riley. Of course. Like I said, you have to have the right people in leadership positions. But yeah. if you're relying solely on one person to create culture for an organization 
that's just not doable. It's like it says, somebody said here, the collective group, Alfie Man. It, it takes a village yeah. to create all of that stuff. Good chemistry, good culture. So you think the Kings have good chemistry and good culture now? I definitely think they have fantastic chemistry. The culture yeah. is much better than it has been. You know, Monty is, has been there for a, a handful of years now. Yeah. Um, if but you're a free I, agent. I think you have, you know, you can't really make that statement until you've sustained it for a, a good period of time. If you're a free agent, are you, because I know many years in the past, um, I, I feel like if you're a free agent, if you're a good player, you look at the Kings and you're like, not going there. <laughs> if you're like a mid-tier player, you're like, hey, the Kings will pay me and then maybe I'll get traded or, or bought out or whatever. But they weren't going here to be a king. You know what I mean? Do you think that that perception has changed? Like, have the Kings become a place where you think there are going to be free agents that are like, I want to go there? Again, I think you have to have a little bit more sustained success before you can officially say that it's changed past tense, but I think that it is changing right before our, our eyes right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm feeling great about this, about this culture, this team. 46 wins, Calvin, on the season. 46 wins. And counting. You think 50 is possible now? Definitely. Look, I mean, they're going to play this team again on Friday. Yeah, that's an easy win. Uh, they're going to play... The terrible culture, San Antonio Spurs yep. on Sunday. Sunday, yep. those should be two wins right there. And then we got the worst team name in the NBA, <laughs> Pelicans on Tuesday yep. next yep. week. Then you got then the, you got Dallas. Yeah, horrible. By, by that point, Mavericks. Dallas might be eliminated from the playoffs completely. Yep. So maybe they don't play anyone. Yep. It, you know, I mean, those last three Golden games, State, like Golden State sucks. Well, I mean, Golden State's going to be fighting you, you the whole way in, through in to in the, the chat end. Chat here, dude. Curry's washed. Thompson's <laughs> washed. Pools washed. Yes, yeah, so I'm just saying though. That's probably the one team out of all of these teams. I mean, Dallas obviously is yeah. fighting for their playoff lives as well, but it, the Warriors have the most. Uh, maybe to lose, you know, currently yeah. be going from they the are six the seed to end of the play-in tournament. That's a big, big They are the reigning champs. Problem. So you're saying the Kings go 5-1 and one in the last six games? I mean, they should. Again, it's so hard to predict. Like, you don't know if the Kings are going to start resting people down the stretch. Um, We've seen them not play well against teams that have sat a lot of guys, you know, throughout the course of the season. So uh, those are our games that they should win. They should beat Portland again. They should beat San Antonio. They should beat Dallas. They should beat New Orleans. Uh, I mean, they match up really well with Golden State because they don't play any defense. Yeah. Like, they should win these games, but it's not a guarantee. Ivan says, so is Vlade right Going with Fox over Doncic. Who That's knows? a tough question. I mean, that is a tough question, knows? Ivan. If they had drafted Doncic and stuck with him and traded Fox, you know, who's to say that they wouldn't be in the same position or better that they are right now? I, you have no idea. Uh, like, yeah. That's a tough question, man. I mean, it, they always say hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't yeah. know if it is in this situation. Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know, know if it is. I mean, Doncic is a better player than De'Aaron Fox. I think we can all agree with that. Right, Doncic is a better player than De'Aaron Fox at this point. Much better offensive player all around. 
Yeah. Tingus, the Pingus, says, light the beam, baby. This one is a long time coming. Poker Pro Eric here. Yeah, man. It feels great, dude. I just feel so good, man. I feel great. There's not enough words to describe how long I've been waiting for this moment. And nope. we're finally it's we're a vibe. Finally here. We are finally here. Uh, anyways, moving on, Calvin. Uh, I really want to talk about something that grinds my gears. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I was really happy. Uh, let's let's go negative here a little bit. Let's talk about <laughs> some BS. Uh, and it's no, it's not the NBA officials. Uh, but Barry, what is it? Calvin, I, I'm a little concerned. Uh with all the ads that are going on in the NBA, because it just seems like, I mean, obviously we saw, what was it, the new TV deal? When did that happen? 2015 or 16 or something like that, where the salary cap just skyrocketed. Obviously, things got shut down during COVID and they had to make up some more money. But I mean, dude, we've, we've seen in the past six years, we've seen patches on jerseys for advertisements. Yep. Now during free throws, they show a commercial on the freaking side of the screen. Yeah, there's CGI now on the court, and it just seems like there's so much more advertisements like everywhere. Did you read the article I sent you about the Cream City jerseys? I I read, you know, like the first couple paragraphs of it. I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, so I've made fun of these jerseys for a long time. The Cream City jerseys, uh, they're the worst jerseys in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, I think it's hilarious. They're stupid. Anyways, did you? figure out the reason that they're banning them yeah i did and it is the last reason i would have ever guessed yeah exactly right so cream city uh, the reason they're banning the jerseys is because the color of the jersey is too close to the court color so that the cgi doesn't show up properly so they ban the jerseys calvin yeah because they want more ad revenue at what point does this become too much like and I don't want to stick on this topic for too long because yeah. um, I want to go back to the celebration and happy about the Kings and all that stuff. But I'm, but I'm just saying, yeah, and like, like Central stuff. Valley says here, they're going to start looking like soccer jerseys. Pretty yeah. soon we're going to be watching NASCAR, Calvin. The team names are going to be <laughs> the Sacramento freaking uh, Ziploc bags or something. I don't know, <laughs> you know. But, like, bags. how far does it go to where it's too much and fans push back and they say, What's up with all the advertisements? Like, well, it's already gone a little too far, in my opinion, in terms of like you were saying the the advertisements at the free throw line, and I, I cannot stand when the the full camera screen is not on yeah. the game. Here's a word from the Sacramento Airport. Happening, you know, <laughs> yeah, like I. Why does I don't an airport need commercials, Calvin? About the airport. I really don't. It's clean, cool, whatever. It's got good places to eat. There's tons of airports like that. Give me a break. Like, I, I don't need to see that. I just want to watch the game. So that stuff definitely, yeah, dang. Yeah, dang. <laughs> that stuff definitely, like you said, grinds my gears. I, I don't know when too much or when enough is enough in terms of the ads on the jerseys. Like, it, it's going to get to that point i think but how much is fan pushback really going to do you know in the long run they're they're making so much money i mean if people stop watching and that's the well thing. yes that, that's the thing that's the is thing fan pushback would have to be a lack of I, views i don't know what how you know where that line is going to be for everybody else so what's that line for you and also, shout out to Afghan and shout out to Ashton and Ian. Light the beam. Fred Dixon's here in the house. 
But Calvin, I mean, what's what's the line for you? Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, if well, the jerseys I mean, look like soccer jerseys, and they had advertisements all over them, you're still going to watch the game. I'm still going to watch the game. What yeah. what it would what it would take for me would be pretty much those commercials in the middle of play happening, like whilst while someone is running, and they even do it sometimes. They're like, what a ex- dunk by deer and yeah, fox. You're you like, know, where? You, you can't see it because you're fucking looking at the giant red rabbit at the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that That's where I would stop watching, is if I, yeah. could, I actually couldn't. It, it was too distracting to watch the game because of that. It's like, I mean, we just saw, what, Michael Jordan? Did he close on that deal for the Hornets? Not officially. Or what's, yeah, it is the Hornets. I can't keep track of these yeah. team names. But, you know what? I'm just like, dude, how much is too much? These guys are getting greedy, dude. They just make too much money. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I was having a, a discussion with Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Green. Uh, helped us out on the channel when we first got started, doing some cool he questions did. for us. But uh, I was having a qu- uh, conversation with him today, and he's like, oh, how about Kyrie Irving? He's like, what a culture killer, all this. He's like, but Calvin likes him, right? And I was like, oh, he's Calvin's <laughs> favorite player. And... uh we, we're going off and, and all this stuff. And, yeah, it's it's just so funny talking to him and, and you know, seeing his thoughts on, on everything and, and how players have, like, this attitude, right? And that's what we were talking about is it's like, okay, Kyrie, like, your goal was to be famous, right? Like, even you could say you just want to be a basketball player, but, dude, you were making Uncle Drew videos and all this stuff. Like, you were trying to be popular, right? Then you get paid more is expected of you, which makes sense. I mean, in any job, Calvin, you get a raise at your job. Are you like, great, I'm just going to do the same exact thing and get paid double. It's like, no, they want more, Not how it right? Works. And so one thing we really see with Kyrie Irving, however your feelings are with Kyrie, but it's like you see Kyrie, he gets paid, and then now he's like bitching about all the responsibility that comes with getting paid. And, and that's kind of how I see the NBA going is it's like you add more and more ads, more and more advertisements. The players are making more and more money, but more is expected them, right? You got to be this perfect, ideal person that's always available. You can't rest. You can't load manage. You got to be like the per- you got to be smiling. Fans can like yell at you and you can't say anything back. And it's like, what is the breaking point as a player? What is the breaking point as a fan watching all these advertisements? In the meanwhile... All these owners are just fucking raking in cash, dude. They're raking in cash. They are. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you want to give us some money? Yeah, we'll put a patch on the jersey. We'll put something on the court. Yeah, you don't want them to say this? No problem. You know, and I don't want to bring the NFL kneeling situation to this because I don't want to get in that discussion. But it's something kind of similar, right, where you're like, well, Colin Kaepernick started kneeling and our fans didn't like it. So it's not good for the league, you know? And it's like, it it doesn't have anything to do with Colin Kaepernick and his stance, but our fans didn't like it. So it's not good for the league to have him do that. And it's kind of a weird, weird gray area. Yeah, it it is. I mean, I, you know, it obviously hasn't gotten to that level yet. Um, We're just talking about advertisements here, not a, a social yeah, you know, no, yeah, justice I, I issue or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever the case may be. But I look, I mean, it it's a really difficult position to be in because we as fans want to consume the NBA, and like you said, the, the owners are just going to continue to to yeah. 
make as much money as they possibly can. So I think it's something that, unfortunately, as fans, we're going to have to just deal with until it gets to that point for too many people where they say, I can't deal with this anymore, whatever it is. The, there's, you know, you can't tell who's playing because the jerseys don't look like real jerseys. They're covered in ads or yeah. you've got commercials in between every, you know, inbounds play and all this stuff. And I think, you know, there's a, a fine line you can walk there. And, and the NBA is probably aware of that. They're, I'm sure, testing things out to see what <laughs> what lines they can cross and what they can't. Yeah. But as the consumer, you're kind of, you know, at their mercy, really, at this yeah. point. Shout out to Kyle for joining into the show. All hail Monty. Uh, but, yeah, Calvin, I mean, it's an interesting interesting subject. It's, it's a good uh, discussion to dive into. I mean, we could go hours about this. But it's like, as a fan, you know, there, there's people that push back against you, and you're like, oh, you can't say anything about that player. Like, they're just a player on the court. And it's like, okay, well – you sold me this jersey, and I'm supposed to be wearing this jersey with this player's name on my back, and I'm supposed to root for my team and spend all this money and be there every game and this and that, but then I don't have any say on things. And, and it's like I understand both sides. Like, yeah, as a player, like you're a human being. You should have, you know, be able to do everything that you want and enjoy yourself and all this. But then on the other side of the coin, Calvin, these owners are selling us as fans that we're part of the team, that this is our team. We own the team. We, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> – like, we're emotionally invested. Emotionally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Pretty crazy. Anyways, uh, that's my rant on, on <laughs> the NBA ads. I don't even know how it got that far. Uh, but yeah, shout out to everybody. In reality, we're here to talk about one thing. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. yeah you kidding no, me? I'm not kidding you, Calvin. The Kings are going to the you playoffs. You kidding me? The Kings are going to the NBA playoffs this season. This is crazy. We got six games left. Uh, Cal, every game's going to be a party now. It is. I don't care if they win or lose, dude. I'm partying after every There's, single game. We're hanging a banner. Yeah. A division championship. Yeah, Pacific right division championship banner. It's going up. Yeah. Um, also, just so you guys know, uh, if you haven't heard already, Calvin and I will be in Sacramento. Uh, is it two weeks? Two weeks from now? Three weeks. Two uh, weeks. Like two and a half, yeah. Yeah, two and a half weeks yeah. from now. We will be in, uh, don't worry, Fred, I got you. Murray. We will be in Sacramento in two and a half weeks for the first game of the NBA playoffs. And um, we're going to be giving away locks of Calvin's hair to everybody that recognizes us at the yep. game. Uh, so, yeah, when we cut the hair. Hopefully they let me in with a giant <laughs> bag of hair. Yeah, we'll make it look like cotton candy or something. Yeah, yeah, and then when the Kings win game one, we can all throw the hair onto the court. Yeah, <laughs> glue it to the court. <laughs> Maybe we'll make little dolls, you know, with, with Calvin's <laughs> hair on it. Kings Jesus. But, yeah, yeah, come find us. Get your souvenir. You'll get a signature and a piece of hair from Calvin. Uh, that's hilarious, man. You're Kings Jesus. You are. <laughs> Not for long. Oh, I mean, your, your hair goes pretty fast. <laughs> if, we cut, if we cut it in April, it'll be long by the playoffs next year. No, yeah. it won't. No? No, not this long. How long is it right now? Well, it's all curly and stuff, so it's not as... If I straightened it, it would probably come down to like... And you haven't cut it at all? No, it's been two and a half years. Not one time? Not one time. Holy cow, that's crazy. Not one time. That's crazy. Uh, he's got the COVID hair, but not, I guess. Uh, anyways, Cal... Um, yeah, we will meet up with all of you guys. Um, yeah. Cal's no, not no, Derek, I'm not going to take a swing at no. you. Okay. I had, 
super short hair for the majority of my life, it's going to be yeah. an easy adjustment to go back. Derek to. should get the biggest uh, thing yeah, of hair. <laughs> you can have, Derek, you can have as much hair as you want. Yeah. Put yeah. it in a little trophy case for you and sign it. Yeah. R.I.P. the hair. That's hilarious. And shout out to Jay, man. I would love some farm fresh eggs. Barry actually used to have farm fresh eggs at his house here. Uh, not farm fresh, but well, uh, yeah. I mean golf course fresh. Golf course fresh. I had some chickens on the golf course. It was a lot of fun, dude. I enjoyed having chickens. Chickens are dope, dude. I, I really like chickens a lot. Uh, anyways, Calvin, before we talk about the game on Friday, which we know is against the busted-ass Portland Trailblazers, and we're going to scrape them. Uh, but before we do that, Calvin, I want to talk about 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah. Taking yeah. it way back. Long time ago. 16 years, Calvin. 16 Way, years. way back. Um, so that's the last time the Kings made the playoffs. Um, Good night, Fred. Where were you at in 2006, Calvin? I in was April. about to graduate from high school. Yeah. In a couple of months, I guess. Yeah. You were 17 years old. 17 years old. Pretty wild. Um, so I, I don't know if you guys know this story, but Calvin and I, we went to uh, high school together. We went to junior high together uh elementary school um but uh i graduated early so i i finished high school i was technically still enrolled in high school but um i didn't have any classes for the second half of my senior year so in january of uh, 2006 i actually moved to college and i started at sonoma state um so i was still enrolled at the high school i still went back for prom and all that stuff but i was i was at the college um, on campus in the dorms doing my first semester. Um, and then Calvin and our buddy Shay, um, shout out to Shay, um, calls me one day and says, I heard you guys, or I heard you're at uh, Sonoma state. How is it over there? And he starts asking me all these questions. Um, and then he finally breaks it to me and he says, Calvin and I are thinking about going to Sonoma state. Would you want to get an apartment with us? And I said, hell yes, I will get an apartment with you guys. So we move into our very, very first apartment. I move off campus uh, and we lived there for like an entire year. It was awesome. Um, and Calvin, actually one of my most memorable experiences about that apartment was not in 2006. It was in 2007 when the Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks yes. in the first round of the playoffs. As the eighth seed. Eighth seed beat the one seed. Um, but yeah, so 2006 was the last year, I guess last month, January of 2006 was the last month that I lived in Davis, California, have not gone back other than to visit. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I think 16 years. Yeah. That's wild. That is wild. Um, you have any memorable moments from March through May 2006? Uh, 2006? Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from watching, you know, the Kings in the playoffs, um, graduating high school obviously is a pretty big deal. I guess that was in June, not in May, but yep. And uh, yeah, I, shout out Blue Devils, right? Yeah, Gotham. Well, there's two membership levels. There's VIP for nine ninety nine, and then there's the Royal Family for a dollar ninety nine. But yeah, keep going, Cal. No, I mean that. That's that's pretty much it. Were like, you done with basketball by then? When did you finish basketball? Oh, yeah. Basketball was over. Uh, the playoffs ended in January. January. Okay. So 
So you're just prepping, having fun, enjoying the last semester of high school. I, I was actually playing in a summer league. Okay. That time, or I guess that would have been like May into June, into the summer. So. Yeah. Dennis hated playing Davis in uh, soccer. Yeah, I know, because Davis always won. A lot of good <laughs> soccer players in Davis. <laughs> I was one of those. Um, but, yeah, Calvin, that's, that's crazy to think about. I, I'm kind of jealous sometimes thinking about how I missed, like, my last semester of high school and I didn't have that time to, like, F around. Because, dude, I could have stayed and had zero classes and I could have just walked around the campus. Uh, but, I, I, dude, I wanted to move out. I wanted to, to get on to my next stage. I wanted to start college, and I had a lot of fun there, too. So oh, yeah, it was great. I, I definitely can't be disappointed, but it's just crazy to think about. It's crazy how to think about changed. how much has changed in 16 <laughs> years. I, I mean, I like I saw, I don't remember everything that was on it, but I, I saw something that was like things that were popular when the Kings last went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it, there, there was something about like Paris Hilton and, like, all these, like, crazy things, like the top number one single and movies that came out. And it's, man, 16 years is a long time. It is a very a long, long time. Long time. Uh, Alpha Man says, Meta World Peace. Uh, Bonzi Wells, no, that's right. But I do remember Ron Artest with the Kings. Uh, and there was a funny story, Calvin. I believe he applied to Circuit City. Uh, to yeah. get a discount on a TV, yeah. and he put his coach down as a reference. As a reference. So that's that's pretty wild. Uh, Cal, how's the um, how's March Madness going? Final Four is this weekend. Yeah, you big give us big a time Final Four. Recap on what's going on. Well, it's been a pretty his, uh, historical tournament. First time ever since they started the doing the seeding that a, a number one seed didn't make it to pass the Elite Eight. Um, you got. Florida Atlantic, they're a nine seed. I think they're the third nine seed to ever make the Final Four, going against San Diego State. And then on the other side, you got UConn versus Miami. Miami and its three teams out of the four making the Final Four for the first time in program history. It's been a pretty incredible tournament, to say the least. You had a 16 seed win for just the second time in tournament history, beating Purdue in the first round. It almost won a, a, a second-round game as well, but it's been a, a lot of fun. Uh, Derek says, remember when Ron Artest sat out to work on his rap album? I do remember that. Never heard anything, uh, never heard any Ron Artest rapping at any point in time, but Cal, why I do, do remember that. Why do ballers all, all want to be rappers and rappers all want to be ballers? They just go hand-in-hand, hand, man. Like, yeah. why? I, it, it's like... They the grass is always greener for them. It is. It is. Who's the best uh, NBA rapper you've heard of? Would you go with Dame? You like Marvin? I do like Dame a lot. Shaq, Kobe, how my ass uh, tastes. <laughs> that was a good one. Dude. That was <laughs> probably one of my favorite singles. That's not a bad one. I mean, it, it's hard to top Dame. I will say that. Um, y- you know who's actually surprisingly not bad. Anthony Edwards. Really? I don't know if you've ever heard Dude, him. I like Anthony Edwards a lot. I, I just like that guy. I yeah. really, really do. If there's ever a chance that the Kings can get a guy like Anthony Edwards, I would be ecstatic. Oh, yeah. I just... I love everything about him, dude. I love his game. I love his mentality. I, I love the way he talks. Um, 
What a stud, man. He's going to be, I think he could be the face of the NBA in a couple of years. Like, oh, I totally agree with that. Like the dude is, the dude totally is agree. absolutely incredible. Uh, Brian T lived in Katati and I worked in Petaluma. Uh, Alfie, man, I used to work at the 101 Casino in Petaluma. Uh, that was a fun time. Uh, Derek wants to be a rapper. I mean, dude, I want to be a rapper too. Um, and a baller. I, I, I wanted to be both. I absolutely. love to be a rapper. I mean, being a rapper has got to be like the coolest job ever, right? Like, <laughs> you just like bad. tell people like, yeah, I'm so cool. I make so <laughs> much money. Everybody wants to be me. All the girls want me. And then you sell that for more money. Right. You know? It's like <laughs> you write a song called like, I got so much money. And then people buy that song and it gives you more money. Yeah. It's it's like the ultimate, like, uh, speak it into existence. It totally is. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Uh, Jay wants to be Calvin's barber. Wow. Uh, Jay, um, are you available on the 9th? Um, we'd be happy to have you here. Hi, can you fly into mountain? We'd be happy, happy. Um, 209 Tacos wants to know if anything happened tonight, Calvin. Uh, you know, not too much, just... Uh Whole lot of this going on. What the hell is it? <laughs> Fire the laser! A whole lot of that going on. <laughs> Sorry, reading's hard sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. We're partying. We're having fun. Uh, yeah, a lot happened tonight. The Kings clinch the playoffs. They clinch home court advantage in the playoffs. Keegan Murray breaks a rookie three point record. Uh, what else did we miss? Um, man, I mean, that's, Mavs suck. I that's Blazers it. suck at this point. Warriors yes. suck. Yep. Lakers suck. Kings are winning the title this year, Calvin. Also, I want to give a special shout out to Brian Thompson, because uh, Brian tags us all the time on Twitter, uh, and I love all the videos that he tags us in. So shout out to Brian. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate. Oh, Katie you. cried. That, um, that's Did another thing cry? that happened tonight. Yep. Oh wow. Did you um? Did you see that that Mo has to get a tattoo, Morgan Reagan? I did not see that. Yeah, a tattoo of what? Uh, like a hand drawn lion. Hand drawn lion. Yeah, it looks oh, pretty wow. shitty, honestly. Well, hey, I guess that's better than a shitty haircut. <laughs> yeah, because that lasts forever. Um, but no, at the start of the season, she's like, "If the Kings make the playoffs," and the, dude, it wasn't. Even, she wasn't even like you were like, "It has to be top five. You know, she was like, if the Kings make the playoffs, I'll get this tattoo. Um, and, like, don't get me wrong. I got a lot of stupid tattoos. Um, <laughs> a lot. A lot of stupid tattoos. Um, but it's a pretty bad-looking tattoo. She says she's going to get it on her wrist. Um, so that's cool. Uh, maybe I'll ask her if, if we can see it when we're there. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, why not? Yeah. She's probably going to be. Uh, I wish I could find a picture of it. It's like, you know, like the, the King's Lion logo? Yes. It's kind of like a shitty version of that. All right. Did Deuce draw it? Which is unfortunate. I don't know who drew it. If you guys know who drew, uh, who drew it, who draw it, who drew it all, uh, let me know because I'd be interested. But, hey, uh, I'm, I'm just curious. It's funny. I was talking to Asha about this. Is It's like she's getting a tattoo. Calvin's chopping his hair off. Like, how many Kings fans made horrible bets this year and they're having to deal with it now because the Kings are making them eat I their words? I want to hear about all the fans that bet the right way, you know, like the guy that put $10,000 down for the Kings to win the NBA Finals. Yeah. Where are those bets at? Yeah, that'd be incredible. And, yeah, uh, hopefully, Dennis, hopefully uh, she'll just scratch that drawing and get, like, 
the real logo or something. Um, not going to lie. I have a King's tattoo. Um, how long have I had this King's tattoo? It's got to be like seven years or something like that. Man. Long time. Time flies. Anyways, maybe I'll have to get another one. Uh, but Calvin, uh, we're having a fun time talking about the past, but I want to talk about the future. Let's talk about Friday's game against the Portland Trailblazers. Now, uh, dude, I already read your cliff notes. I, I know you're expecting the Kings to win every single game for the rest of the season and make the NBA Finals and, and blow out whoever they're facing. That's right. It's just um, none but sweeps. Yeah. Four, four. Yeah, get the broom As out, Moses Calvin. Malone said, foe, foe, foe. Get the broom. Yeah, we'll, we'll start a new chance to light the beam. Get the broom. <laughs> um, anyways, how are the Kings going to destroy the Blazers next time? Well, they're going to do much more of the same that they did today, I think. Three-point shooting, offensive rebounding. Um, and they did a good job of, you know, there's we don't say this too often. The Blazers had a really hard time scoring inside <laughs> on the Kings. Yeah. And that's just because they're they they depleted suck. lineup, right? Yeah, they yeah, suck, yeah, they suck ass. Um, but I, I think at this point, you know, you finally got to clinch now. Now you're looking at the rest of these games as – you know, there's a different meaning to these games now. Um, so my number one key here is... Wait, 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 hold on. Raider Nightmare 916, 916 says, who's got a tattoo the Kings paid for Oh, with a hand raised? That's a good story. That's badass. Definitely want to hear that one. That is badass. That is sorry, badass. sorry for interrupting. No, no, that's amazing. How, I want to know yeah. how that happened. Yeah, tag us on Twitter. Send us a picture. Tag us on Twitter, royal underscore rebounds. Love to hear about it. Uh, you got beat, me beat because I, I paid for my own tattoo like a sucker. Like a sucker. Um, well, Dirt and Russ has the right idea here. Will the Kings rest the starters? I think you are going to start seeing that. I'm not sure if it's going to be on Friday, but I think as as we get closer to the end of the season, you're definitely going to see that. Some guys getting some rest. So number one key here is develop the bench. You know, I, we talked about or, or one of my keys going into today's game was – Give Keegan Murray maybe a little bit more opportunity. Let let him do a little bit more. Let him, uh, you know, try to develop his game. I think you can do that for a lot of these guys on the bench. You've even got two-way players potentially that are, you know, looking at you're trying to figure out what the plan is for them going into training camp or the offseason next year. Uh, give them some run. Give them some opportunity. Guys like Keita, Kessler Edwards, PJ Dozier, um, Keon Ellis, Terrence Davis. You, you yeah. know, this is we're seeing Alex Len get some run now. Um, I think Mike Brown is trying to make some decisions about what the playoff rotation is going to look like. You can till kill two good two birds with one stone here by giving guys like De'Aaron and Domas some rest, and also going deep into the bench and giving some guys an opportunity. Uh, to see what it's going to look like maybe for the playoffs and maybe going into the offseason and then, and, ne- and then next year. Number two, play with pace. I mean, they absolutely destroyed Portland in the second half today by pushing the ball up the court. That's how they got a lot of those great open looks for threes. Uh, I think the, the Blazers are dead last in the NBA in pace. The Kings are obviously one of the, the top teams in the league in pace, so just continue to kill them with that speed. Uh, by pushing the ball up and down. And then number three, practice good habits. You don't want to get into a situation here where you coast. You don't want to get into a situation where you celebrate and you think we've made it, we're in the playoffs. Uh, You know, now we can kind of take plays and possessions off. 
this team has to continue to stick together defensively. They've got to work on that a lot going into the playoffs. It might be a good time to mix in some zone, give you some practice for a different look that you can throw at teams in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But you've got to stay disciplined. You've got to stay focused. Realize that, you know, you've, you should celebrate this moment today, but come tomorrow morning and Friday, there's another game, another opponent, and you have to keep that mentality heading in to a yep. postseason run. Great, great points. Uh, I'm thinking at this point, Calvin, maybe we scrap the keys of the game for the rest of the season. I'm down. And instead, we talk about things the Kings can do to improve. Or, or prepare sure. for the playoffs. Like, you, like you're just saying, right? Throw in some zone, try some other guys, and, and develop the bench, empower some guys. Uh, because that's really, I think, what the next six games are going to be like for the Sacramento yeah. Kings is get some rest for the starters and figure out what this team is going to look like. Because I think one thing, and you know, like tonight's not a good example. The Kings were up 40. They won by 40. But everybody played. Everybody played tonight. Playoffs is not going to look like that, Calvin. They're going to shorten no. that bench. I mean, how many guys are you playing? Eight, nine, ten guys max? Probably not ten. I don't. There aren't many teams that play a ten. Yeah. Man rotation in the playoffs. You're going with eight because I mean, your your starters, your best players, they're going to be pushing forty minutes most yeah. nights. So there just isn't enough minutes to go around to play ten guys. So I mean, so you're going eight. Some teams nine, even go seven. Seven. I mean, it, you know, for some stretches. So three game who, who's your two guys off the bench? Who's your three guys? That's the thing. I, I don't think this team's going to have two guys off the bench. I think it's going to be four. I would probably say it'll be Davion, Kessler-Edwards, uh, Malik Monk, and Trey Lyles. Yep. The, those are going to be the guys. Th that's, that's the right choice in my yeah. mind. It, it gives you a wing. It I mean, gives it, you a defensive it, stopper. It, it gives makes you a, you a, a little in, worried about you know, what happens if Sabonis gets in foul trouble or, you know, obviously you're going to have to do things in those moments, make adjustments on the fly, stuff yeah. like that. But uh, I think Sabonis is obviously going to play a shit ton of minutes <laughs> in the playoffs. They yeah. just don't have very many other options, you know, as assuming he can stay out of foul trouble. But um, it will be really interesting to see what they do specifically with the backup center possession yeah. position. In yeah, the definitely. I mean, I see some people shouting out Alex Len. Uh, also, um, Gotham, if you do up upgrade or find a way to upgrade, I mean, you should be able to just go to the Royal Rebounds page on YouTube, hit join, select which membership. If you choose the VIP membership, uh, you get a discount in the team store, uh, royalrebounds.com. we got a lot of cool merch in there, uh, some playoff merch. And also, uh, you get into the exclusive Royal Rebounds group chat, where you find out where Calvin and I are at all mo moments, what we're doing, uh, and when we'll be in Sacramento and when and where you can come hang out with us. Um, totally forgot what I was going to say, Calvin. Um, yeah. How about you? <laughs> I, Derek makes a good point. Matchups, obviously, are, are going to play a role, too, in what your rotation is. Um, yep. I still think that the Kings will double down on playing smaller most of the time just because that's what's worked for them that's what got them to this point uh that's how their offense runs at its peak level uh it, once you get into the playoffs you don't want to turn turn away and run from that but you you make a great point playing teams like minnesota that are huge we haven't even seen them with or the kings haven't played them this year with both cat and rudy gobert yeah uh, that's gonna obviously make you have to adjust in the middle 
of a seven game series. So, yeah, definitely a lot of adjustments for the Kings in a playoff series because things are constantly changing. Uh, I mean, playoffs is where you need literally mid-game adjustments in between quarters at halftime, uh, after games, in between series, stuff like that. So I, I definitely agree with that. I think depending on matchups, um, this Kings team could look a little bit different. But, uh, I mean, the thing that I feel great about is – Everyone wants to knock on the Kings, especially like the, I hate using this term, but the mainstream media, the, you know, I, I, I mean ESPN when I say that. Yeah. Um, they all want to hate on the Sacramento Kings and say, well, this Kings team, they don't have any playoff experience. I'm sure you saw what Brian Windhorst said today. Yeah. 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 Harrison Barnes has a championship ring, and so does Matthew Delvadova. Nobody else has been in the playoffs <laughs> on this Kings team. Um, but guess what, guys? Our head coach. He just coached a championship team last year, Mike Brown. Did? And I think that his experience in the playoffs will help <laughs> and it will help push this team. And when this team falls down, he will drag this team as much as he can. And I think leaning on a guy like that in the playoffs this year is going to be instrumental for the Kings. It's going to be huge for them. And yes, they're going to make mistakes. Yes, they're going to fall down. Yes, they're they're going to lose games and, and do things that, that they shouldn't do. But, I mean, dude, that's what you have to do to get to the next level. You, you can't just all of a sudden become the best team in the NBA and just take over everybody. I mean, we even saw it with the Miami Heat, dude. And and I was a big fan of that team. You put together a roster of Chris, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Mike Miller, um, and all those awesome role players on that team. They didn't win it in their first year. And I'm not saying uh, that they're the Kings and the Kings are going to do that and all that, but I'm just saying it takes time, uh, and teams have to develop, they have to learn. And I think just having an asset like Mike Brown is going to be huge for the Kings in the playoffs. Uh, that's understated, absolutely. It's, it's enormous. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, wow, we've been going for a little while here tonight, Calvin. Um, any other thoughts on, on, you know, the Kings making the playoffs, uh, what this means for you? Because um, I have said a lot of words tonight, but I don't feel like I've fully conveyed my thoughts, my feelings, how I feel inside, because I feel so good. And at the same time, I, I feel like um, it hasn't even hit me yet. Yeah, uh, I think I'm the same way. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm thrilled, I'm stoked, I'm I'm excited, all of those things. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I haven't really fully processed it yet. Yeah, like I I know that they're going to the playoffs. I just maybe until I get to Sacramento and walk up to Golden One Center, that's when it's all going to hit me that, yeah. that this is really are you going to really cry? happening? I probably won't cry. Okay. I, I hopefully that doesn't upset anybody, but yeah, um, it, it's just a really awesome, awesome thing for this city. I, you know, I, I texted Coach Fernandez today. I said, "I'm, you know, we're so proud of of the work you guys put in this season. So happy that you know we have this team to cheer about, and and you know, thrilled for you guys. Congratulations." Uh, we'll be there cheering you on yeah. at game one. So Hell yeah. That is awesome. Christian, yes, we will be live streaming the haircut on April 9th. Um, and, guys, I know you want to hear it. I know you love Young Zell. Let's listen to Light the Beam one more time here. And while we listen to the song, 
uh, I want you guys to spam the chat. Um, we need to narrow down the four potential haircuts for Calvin on the ninth. We're going to have everybody vote on every single post-game stream up until the ninth uh, to decide which haircut it's going to be. Um, Cal, I, I think as the person that's going to be cutting the hair, I should have a say in one of the haircuts. Uh, I mean, you have a say so in it whether or not you're cutting it. Well, I'm just saying, I, I want to I <laughs> be responsible for one of the options. So I'm throwing out uh, the simple Calvin. <laughs> uh, which is the bowl cut. Okay. Um, I think that that should be an option. Uh, and I think we got three other options. So make sure you guys spam the chat with uh, what you think the haircut should be like on the ninth while we listen to some young Zach. Crazy one sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no backspinning. This is real right here. Ain't no catfishing. Uh, so tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. It's 916 now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. If you reppin' that king's like the beam now. Sack crowd, make sure everyone knows. Let me tell you how this thing really goes. Yeah, we travel deep. Whether we home or on the road, we lit. You don't want Smash up that like button. We're about to start the show here shortly. Over here, don't doubt. We believe over here. We don't bleed over here. And let me just speak real clear. Only deal with real kings over here. So tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. Yeah, Lania. Tell them you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. If you reppin' that kings like the beam now. Marcus, what is a bald fade? Like, that's a new one. I haven't seen that yet. What is a bald fade? What's up, Andrew? Oh, what a good song. Dude, Young Zell, man. He kills it, man. I love it. He his sure music. does, man. He does a great job. Sure I really hope does. we get to meet him in person. That'd be, that'd be really, really cool. Mark J. Spears he called did. it. Yes, he, he did. did. He called it. All right, Calvin. So, um, I Elena, Elena, can you? Um, I want to see Elena's pick. What is what is she recommending here? <laughs> um, but we got the simple Calvin, which is the bowl cut. Well, Asha That's has what? voted for a mullet. Uh oh, mullet. Okay, I like mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I've seen mohawk in there a lot. Okay. People have said Mohawks, cool. purple dyed mohawk yeah, specifically. I like that. Uh, Gotham has been on the skullet for a long time. Skullet? What's a skullet? It's like, oh, it's like completely a... shaved up here and then just the, okay. I think, is what that is. 
Yeah, I Correct think you need I'm to wrong. like lose your hair to do that. Nicole is suggesting flat top. I saw somebody. I think Ninja Style said flat top Ooh. earlier. I'm gonna have to watch some YouTube I don't, videos. I don't know if my hair can actually do that again, but <laughs> you're gonna look like uh, me, myself, and Irene. Or he's, <laughs> he's got the flat top. <laughs> oh man, what, what was that other other movie? A uh, house party. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, um, of course, there's the medieval is, Mongol cut. Uh, he said something like, I don't, describe it again, Matthew. I'm sorry. I forget. Uh, I'm going to Google it. Mid. Crew cut. Okay. I think a lot of people like crew cut. in the chat are overestimating my haircutting abilities. <laughs> hey, man, you, at, you yeah. gave them the possibilities are, are endless here. Yeah, we are the Millers in the barber chair. Oh, yeah. Pigtails plus bald plus bangs is what we're talking about for medieval Mongol. Is that what Elena said? No, that's what Matthew says. Oh, wow. I see it. Wow, dude. You think your work would allow this? Hell no. It's Sunday, and you have Mondays off, so you got like two days to grow hair back. You know, I told you, at, first of all, there was no stipulation in this bet for how long I had to leave this haircut on for. That was never part of the deal. Yeah, that's true. But if you do so a medieval mongo going to work, there's only one way to go from there. And that's cue ball. Pl- please don't vote for medieval <laughs> mongo. You guys, please don't. <laughs> it's got to be something that we can turn into a, uh, a bald fade. What is the old man style? Oh, <laughs> shave in the middle and leave the sides on. I like that. <laughs> that's cool, man. Oh, man. Simple Jack, yeah. Yeah, Dennis, that's what I'm going with. We're calling it the Simple Calvin now. Uh, that's that's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited, dude. We have six streams left. Uh, the last one is going to be the haircut, but we're going to let people vote up until that point, so that encourages everyone to come to every stream. Uh, and, and, like, Dude, I honestly feel like every stream is going to be a party like this one uh, is yeah. for the rest of the season. Like, oh, the Kings. I have to have a lot of yeah, Blue Mountains on deck for oh, that yeah. April 9th show. Yeah, we're going to have some beers. I might cry then fun. when my hair comes down, not because um, the Kings won. But. I also, I still want to do one where we listen to ourselves from last year where we're like, oh, man, the Kings lose again. Cringeworthy. You know, it's cringe. It's going to be cringe for us. <laughs> um, but I think the audience will enjoy it. So we'll, we'll definitely, definitely do that. How about a Barry Gibb makeover with the, what does that mean? Don't know. Sorry. Barry Gibb, Gibb makeover. Joe Dirt style. Okay. Dude, we got a lot of options. We got to narrow these down. We got to narrow these down, Calvin. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't go into April 9th and not have the haircut decided because it, it'll be a f- yeah. 10 hour show. And here's the thing too, is like. If I put in the chat, if there's four options and one of them is medieval Mongol haircut, nobody's going to know what that is. I think you leave, you have one be other, and then you have to type what the... They can't type in the, the haircut poll. is. Type it in the chat. Who's going to keep track of all those? I, this is all your guys is doing. I'm just okay. getting my haircut, so what I, whatever you guys want to do. April 9th, Andrew, is the last game of the season. Uh, against the Denver Nuggets. And also, Calvin uh, made a bet with uh, one of our very good friends here, Derek. Um, That's right. About uh, whether the Kings were going to make the playoffs this season. Um, Derek said top five. Calvin said no way. Uh, and he bet his hair 
Um, so April 9th, we are going to be cutting Calvin's hair based on um, what you guys suggest. And we'll do it live on that, the stream. That game is in Denver, I believe. It is in Denver. Yeah. It will be 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. After the game is when we will be uh, live streaming. So make sure you guys definitely join in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Calvin's going to have to run the entire show because I'm going to not have a microphone. I'm going to be uh, bzzz, buzzing. Uh, I might just be sobbing the whole time. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Um, dude, it's, I don't want to say it's been 16 years, but it's been a long time since I cut your hair. <laughs> it's been a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Very, very long time. Uh, yeah, and kudos to Calvin for being a good sport. Yes, we do all lose bets. But, hey, uh, the important thing is that you are a man of your word or a woman of your word because that's all you got, right? Uh, Bench Matthew, hey, y'all, just sliding in. Just finished the game on DVR and watching all the post game. Uh, real tears from both of us. Uh, love seeing Dave and Katie crying with us. We'll be there on Sunday. A lot of Kings fans crying today, Calvin. Hey, Sacramento River is going to be pretty full tonight. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it's awesome. It is really, really cool. Um, anyways, I think that's about it for us tonight, Cal. Um, appreciate everybody for joining in on the stream tonight. Hopefully you guys had a good time. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be live like I said, after every single game. Um, so we will see you all on Friday for post game uh, after the Kings beat the Portland Trailblazers. Thank you all so much for watching. Calvin, you got any last words for the royal family out there? Fire the fucking laser. The playoff laser. Fire the laser! We did it, guys. It. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Have a wonderful night. Go Kings. We fucking did it! Woo! Playoffs, baby! Playoffs!